sit back, relax, and let the sissy whisper educate your soul. Hello, 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 and welcome to episode 25 of the Sissy Whisperer. Is Sissification Transphobic? I know that I am uploading this late if you were looking for it on the 21st, but you may or may not know. If you follow me on Twitter, you do already know. But I have been battling COVID for the past two and a half or so weeks. And it has just taken a hell of a toll out of me. So you may hear that I am still a little bit raspy and not speaking as loud or clear as I normally do. That is because I am still trying to get rid of this bit of COVID going on. And I hope everybody is boosted and all of that. It's it's a hell of a hell of a virus and it fucking sucked. I am boosted. I am vaxxed. Um, however, I am also, um, immunocompromised. So it, I still got it pretty hard, but didn't get it as hard as others have gotten it. Thank goodness. So now that I am past COVID and I am finally back to where I should be, I am excited to finally be able to do this podcast and get this up there because There has been some debate, and I was actually, um, well, someone tried to pull me in on a conversation that I was not invited to, and non-consensually pulled me in, and I did not respond, but it did get me thinking, because this question, is sissification transphobic, is a question that I have mulled around a bit myself. And I figured it was time to talk about it for a bit because being a sissy and looking for ways to enjoy being a sissy can be very difficult and it can lead you down many different paths, some good, some bad. And I do want to get my opinion out there, maybe help those that are having some interesting thoughts about it so we'll see how it works also don't forget that I do have my training site available divinesissytraining.com and also I have added a new site for my little sissies and betas who like to show off their lack of manhood we shall say it's called the itty bitty clitty committee.com There is where you can show off your lack of manhood, have a little blurb written about you, or you can even have me do a little bit of rating for you with audio. We can put that up there and you'll get the link and you'll be able to share it everywhere you want to share it. So ittybittyclittycommittee.com, go check it out, see if you want to show off your lack of manhood. I know that you do. I mean, you might as well embrace the fact that you've got nothing but a nub between your legs. That's just how that goes. So we'll go ahead and we'll take a listen to a couple of little sponsors here and then we will get going on Is Sissification Transphobic? Be right back. Hello, this is Dr. Sue. 
You may know me from my popular podcast, In Bed with Dr. Sue, or from reading my articles on the DrSueReview.com. For those of you who don't know me, I'm a fetish psychologist who works with submissive men in couples on a myriad of topics, from submission acceptance to cuckold training. And I'm now on Patreon as well for exclusive interviews, audios, and soon courses. So head to either of my websites, InBedWithDrSue.com or TheDrSueReview.com for links and information about sessions that can help you be a better sub. It is risky to be a sissy, especially when you need training, guidance, and friendships. Putting on a bonnet and a diaper can get you banned from certain adult sites, and I won't even mention how hardly anyone takes a crossdresser seriously. Finding a true sissy dom who cares about what you need on your sissy path is rare, almost impossible. Being able to connect with other like-minded sissies is, again, rare and almost impossible. Until now. DivineSissyTraining.com is a membership site run by the sissy whisperer herself, Miss Amelia Divine. DivineSissyTraining.com offers exclusive audios, videos, and tasks monthly to all members. Not only will you receive training on your level, but you will also be connected with other sissies, ABDLs, and cross-dressers through forums, personal profiles, and more. DivineSissyTraining.com's billing process is non-reoccurring, so you are in charge of making the conscious choice of continuing your Divine Sissy Training. DivineSissyTraining.com Join today for your one-week trial membership. Then, make the choice to commit to your sissy path or remain a lowly little beta bitch. And welcome back. Now, we are going to get into what could be a bit of a gray area here. But I'm just asking everybody to just kind of sit back and relax and let me give you a little bit of education on what I have thought about and my opinion on sissification possibly or possibly not being transphobic. Now, as I mentioned in the intro, I was non-consensually brought into a conversation and I wasn't even invited into this conversation that was on Twitter. And I do not remember what the full conversation was. I just read over it once, but it was basically someone being angry about sissies and calling sissification a transphobic um, kink and, you know, were expressing their opinion, which they are very much allowed to do. But I had someone who tried to tag me in on this conversation And I don't like being tagged in on conversations that I'm not invited to. And I wasn't invited to this conversation by the original poster. And so I did not know the original poster, and it just wasn't a conversation I was going to get into. Plus, you know, arguments on social media, just, they never work. They, They never work. So I just didn't want to jump in. However, there was a response that sticks out in my head that I find kind of funny. Um, And the the response, I'm not going to be able to repeat it verbatim, but the response basically was, um, 
why don't we listen to real transgender people instead of an old cis white lady? Now, I, I am everything except the old part. You know, I don't, I don't really define myself in the old part, but I am a cis white woman. I do identify as the gender that I was born with. However, I am a queer woman. Um, and I am queer because I have no preference at all with whom I fall in love with or share sexual relations with. I am also queer because I do not see um, sexuality or gender as the norm of society does, which is why I am a sissy dom. It helps me to be a good sissy dom in ways that you don't normally see online whenever you're looking for someone to speak with or play with or anything. I do see sissification much differently and I have different rules that my sissies have to follow. Um, also, I see sissies as emulating the female and I say that because another thing that's always been said about sissies is how um, sissies are degrading to the female presence, um, meaning that dressing a man as a woman is making the woman look as if they are weak and worthless. It's like a, a, a negative aspect. And I don't see that at all. In fact, what I see are sissies trying to be seen as a woman, but just not pulling it off. That is where my term sissy limbo comes in. Not a man, not a woman, just a sissy. And so before I get into it too much, I just want it to be known that I do see sissification much differently than what you'll find out there in the um, clips or the audios or um, phone dates or anything like that. I do see and push it much differently. So let's look at the word transphobic. According to the dictionary, transphobic is having or showing a dislike of or prejudice against transsexual or transgender people. I have never run across a sissy in my time who has any dislike or prejudice against transsexual or transgender people. Never. Now, I have run across sissies that are new and they are using the term trans or transgender in a negative light. They're saying, you're going to make me transgender, you're going to force me to be transgender, you know, they're using it in a negative tone. And that is where I stop them and I educate them on what transgender really is. And transgender is really is whenever a person knows not sees, not thinks about, not wants to dabble in, but knows 
from a very young age that they are not the gender that was assigned to them. Now think about that. They know. There are many, many stories out there, and you could take time to read them yourself, but there are many accounts of transgender people saying that they were five years old, and when their mother would put a dress on them, it didn't feel right. Or, you know, they felt like they were a part of the girls when they were really a boy. It just, it felt right. They saw themselves as the gender that they were not assigned, as a different gender than they were assigned at birth. That's how they saw themselves. And that happened at a very young age. So I do educate my sissies about that. Because being transgender is not a kink or a fetish. It is not. And I'm going to repeat that. Being transgender is not a kink or a fetish. You don't force anybody to be transgender. Just like you don't force anybody to be gay. You're born gay. You're born transgender. So these, this is an education I have to give a lot of sissies that talk to me for the first time. And I'll be honest, I've had many sissies when they find out my stance on this and they find out how I do not allow for that. They either hang up or they don't call me back. And that's perfectly fine because I am not giving them what they wanted to explore for that moment in their life. And I refuse to do that because I will not use transgender or um, homosexuality as a kink or fetish. I just will not do it. When I first started really focusing on sissification, when I first found that that was something I enjoyed in my domination, and I wanted to learn more, and I wanted to make a structure for my sissies to follow, I did start contemplating a lot of things. Connecting sissification to the LGBTQIA plus community. Trying to see how that works, trying to see how that fit in, if it fits in at all. And it took a lot of contemplation. It took a lot of speaking to my friends and giving my opinion and hearing their opinion. Because this isn't something that I just decided, oh, I like seeing a guy in panties and I'm going to make him a sissy and boom, that was it. No, before I started to actually be a sissy dom and work strictly with sissies, or work mainly with sissies, I should say, I wanted to make sure that I was doing this right because I have a desire to make sure that sissies are understood as sissies and that they see themselves as sissies. So I began to understand that a sissy is really just a submissive. They are. They are a submissive. And being a submissive, you're submissive in 
many, many, many different ways. And as a sissy, you are submissive to the alpha female first. You just, you look at the alpha female and you admire the alpha female. And it always starts with the alpha female. And they know that they are not man enough to please this beautiful and immaculate alpha female. And they know that they don't have the right equipment or knowledge to be able to please that alpha female in the ways that she should be pleased. And so they are submitting themselves to the alpha female. There are many sissies who like to bring alpha males into their desires. And what that does is it has them be able to worship what a, in quotations, real man is. Because they don't know or they are not a real man. So in order for them to see a real man, they have to start worshiping the alpha male. And there are many ways that it could go from there. They're either just worshiping the body or just worshiping the knowledge or, you know, being used as the toy. That happens as well. There are sissies who want nothing to do with the alpha male. They only want to worship the alpha female. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. You know, I don't mind being worshipped. Fine with me. I have no arguments. And sometimes the sissy starts realizing that, and this can come through training, this can just come through their own mind, it can come however it wants to come, but they start realizing that the things that they are doing in their life, trying to be a strong alpha male at work, or wearing men's, men's clothing, men's underwear, it doesn't fit because they are not a man. And they're trying to find a way to make them feel like the sissy that they are. And that could go in many different directions. It could go in just, you know, enjoying wearing lingerie. It could go in being fully dressed head to toe. But overall, in the dressing in female clothing, it is about humiliation. Strictly humiliation because the sissy is not a man the sissy is not a woman they don't deserve the male clothes but putting female clothes on them makes them look ridiculous because they can't be a woman they're not going to pass as a woman and so it keeps them in that sissy limbo it gives them that humiliation it gives doms a time to dress them up and humiliate them and make them look ridiculous because that is what a sissy likes. They like to look ridiculous. They like the feel of the lingerie. They like the feel of the clothing. But they know they look ridiculous. They know that it's humiliating. Even just having a sissy wear a pair of panties under their jeans or work pants that would never be seen 
can still trigger in their mind that humiliation that they need to remind them that they are not a man, they are not a woman, they are just a sissy. So that's my explanation of sissy limbo. That's my explanation of what a sissy desires. Now, how it can get misconstrued as being transphobic really is actually very easy. And that goes more on the videos that are seen, the clips that are put out there, the... Um, uneducated sissy doms that are out there just trying to make a quick buck on the phones. It can go on the uneducated sissies that are out there that want to just indulge for 10, 20, 30 minutes or an hour or so. And they will use these terms, uh, being transgender or being gay, they will use these terms to try to give them that quick pleasure to me to me personally my own opinion when I come across a sissy like that that is the same thing as someone who enjoys worshiping BBC trying to use the n-word it is trying to find a freedom to be prejudiced or racist without getting in trouble and you can argue it all you want you can argue it until you're blue with the face to me but this is a hill I will die on because it is trying to find a way to be racist or prejudiced without getting in trouble it's very quick they want to use that n-word they want to use you know, being forced to be transgender. They want to use being forced to be gay. They, they want to use all of that. And they want to say all the derogatory terms that go with it. Because it's a thrill for them. They can say it and they can get away with it. And they want to be told it. And it's not something that I can change. But it is something that if my sissies come to me, and they want to be trained by me, and they want to be humiliated by me, it is what they're going to have to accept, the fact that they cannot get away with that with me. At all. So I could see how people who do not work with sissies the way that I do can see that sissification can be transphobic. However, true sissification is not transphobic I do believe it's all about education I do believe that my lifestyle sissies know better the ones that like I said just want to enjoy a 10 minute wham bam thank you ma'am they don't know better and they don't want to know better and which is what bothers me the most they don't want to know better but if you call me up, you're going to learn better because I will teach your ass or we will just not talk. That's just how it goes. Now, on that, I have put up a few times that sissies belong in the LGBTQIA plus community. They do. 
And that is another hill I will die on because they do belong in that community because they are queer. They are gender fluid. A sissy has a bit of a hard time because they are just starting off saying, you know, oh, I just enjoy dressing as a girl. I enjoy the humiliation, all that. But they're not seeing that they are part of the LGBTQIA plus community. And then I have to educate them on that. And I have to tell them, I was like, you know, you are embracing both genders. When you go out to work, you're being a man. But whenever you are, you know, say in the bedroom, you are being a woman. You're trying to embrace both and you're enjoying both. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with being gender fluid. A lot of people my age and older, I'm 47, not old. I repeat that again. That, 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 that kind of bugged me. I'm the old cis white woman. <laughs> Can't get past that, but oh well. Anyway, um, but a lot of people my age are seeing the younger generation, which I love the younger generation, but are seeing the younger generation um, embracing all of that, you know, being gender fluid, being gender queer. And they're thinking it's not for them because we, we didn't have that freedom. We just did not. Gen X, we were kind of trying to push for that freedom, but it really wasn't there. The boomers, oh, no, 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 no. That was a very dangerous time. And so the ones that are coming in now are starting to learn that freedom of just expressing their, expressing who they are and expressing being sissy and expressing that, you know, I enjoy dressing as a girl and sucking some meat. And that's what puts them with the LGBTQIA. And it's just the ones that understand that, just the ones that want to use that expression and have that expression as a part of themselves. Now, there is a part of cisification that isn't spoken about a lot. And it goes along with what I just discussed about the older generations not being able to comfortably express who they were in their youth or who they are now and are just learning how to express that now. I have spoken with many sissies who have lived as a sissy for years and they find it as a kink and they enjoy it as a kink and they enjoy being a sissy and you know there's little private things that they like to do and stuff like that but as I dig deep because not only do I provide fantasy and provide training I also provide um, you could loosely say counseling and I provide you know an ear you know a shoulder to cry on an ear to listen and I have come across many sissies who have been struggling with their gender identity. Who have said since they were younger they felt like they were a girl. But they didn't know how to express that. I have had many say that ever since they were younger they knew that they were more attracted to men than women. And the only way they could really express that was enjoying the kink of sissification. And I have had 
sissies who I have talked to who have gone gender re- gone through gender reassignment surgery. And it has made them so happy. It has given them that comfort, given them that knowledge of who they really are. I have had sissies who, through discovering the ways that I do sissification, have realized that, yes, they are gay, or yes, they are bi, and it's perfectly okay to be that. So there are a lot of positives that come out of sissification. As far as it being transphobic, I will always give that over to the fly-by-night doms, the ones that you see pop up on Night Flirt, and all of a sudden they want to just humiliate you by using every degrading term they possibly can. They want to get that quick buck, um, the fuck-you-pay-me girls, or the clips that you see on Pornhub and X Hamster and all of that, because... Porn is the devil. It really honestly is. It's just bring wants to make it harsher and harsher and worse and worse and more and more degrading, more and more painful. It's just it's it is a fantasy. It is a movie. It is a short little show. It is things that you don't normally happen. But it's watched so much that it becomes ingrained in the minds, and that's what they want. That's what they expect. And I have gone through many times of having to basically deprogram a sissy from how they think it's supposed to be because of sissy porn to how it really is, which is not easy to do at all because the other problem with it is that they become so indoctrinated into this and it becomes like a drug. You need more and more and more to get that same fix you got the first time you did it. And you're getting deeper into it and deeper into it. And suddenly you're down this rabbit hole of insanity. And I've got to literally toss a rope and say, grab the rope and let me try to pull you out of this. And that is not an easy thing to do. It gives, when you watch it, it gives that serotonin and it's just like a drug. So I do believe that what is out there is not how sissification really is. At least it's not how I provide sissification. I provide the humiliation or the training. And it is not how other respectable sissy doms that I have seen provide that training or they provide that fantasy. They just, they don't do that. Because you can't force someone to be transgender. You can't force someone to be gay. That is not a kink. That is just not. And I will never allow it to be, not in my sissy Minecraft server at all. You will not have that come from me. I want my sissies to understand who they are. I want my sissies to love who they are. I want them to feel that humiliation 
I want them to know where they stand between male and female. I want them to take pride in their degrading. I want them to be proud to be submissive. And it takes time. It takes education. It takes knowledge. And that's what I provide. So that is my opinion on this. And that is the opinion of a old cis white woman. That's just mine. I would love to hear comments from real transgender men and women. I would love to hear comments from real um, homosexuals. And I would love to hear that opinion. I would love to hear if sissies are hearing this and thinking differently and looking at what they're doing. Because that's what you need to do, my sissies. You have to look at yourself. Are you out there doing things that are making people believe that cisification is transphobic? Are you pushing for that transphobia? Are you supporting that transphobia just so you can get off real quick? Hmm. It's a lot to think about. But that's it for this episode of the Sissy Whisperer. I hope you enjoyed it. Like I said, we were kind of towing a bit of a gray line and I am doing much better for my COVID, but you know, like I said, my voice was a little bit raspy, a little bit softer because I don't want to go into a coughing frenzy while I'm doing this. I hope that it has helped everyone to kind of think about things, to see things, and at least gives you my opinion and how I work with sissies. And next time, it's going to be Locktober, and I have a little surprise for my sissies. Until next time, toodles.